You know, I once had a podcast about football. Not that it got big or anything, but the thing I found out about it was starting it out was the hardest part for me. It's like the most awkward thing. You got to say, it's like saying hello, knowing you're not going to get a hello back. (laughs) So I decided to just awkwardly ramble to start out my new podcast. Hey, I'm TR. Um, So... Uh, I decided that I want to sort of document my journey as I try to write my, my well, mostly my fantasy setting that I'm going to talk about. Um, I'm not a published author by any means. I have not released any form of writing other than a couple of amateur sports journalism articles over the years, but... Um, you know, I I do I, I do kind of want to point to uh, a few people that inspired me to do this. Um, I, I listened to a podcast by K. M. Wyland uh, called "Helping uh, Writers Become Authors," and uh, also love this YouTube series by uh, it, it, there's a channel called Hello Future Me. That guy is hilarious, but also uh, makes them very entertaining and um, really just just great content for a writer such as myself to chew on as I mull over my, you know, writing projects. Um, and then also, why am I doing this as somebody who's not accomplished or anything? Well, I'm also a fan of Gary Vaynerchuk, as a lot of people are, uh, who really thinks everybody should have a podcast and talks about why not just document your journey, which is exactly what I'm doing. So uh, whether you're uh, an avid fantasy reader who may eventually become a fan of the works that I write, or a fellow writer who uh, just wants somebody to to relate to as I talk about, uh, you know, getting things on paper, the struggles of writing, the doubts, the triumphs, the everything. I just want to, want to put it all out there and it'll kind of help me stay focused. Um, you know, I find that just putting words, you know, if I just am able to vocalize my thoughts, sometimes it helps me organize them. So, um, yeah, that's what this is going to be about. So, uh, a little about me, since this is the first episode. Um, like I said, my name's TR. I'm from Sacramento, California. Uh, I am a winemaker by trade, uh, family business. We have a winery out here called, uh, Todd Taylor Wines. And, um... I mean, we we started that my senior year of high school, so it's it's been my only real job. <laughs> uh, yeah, we make we make all red wines, but um, the other only other like sort of job I held was uh, I used to coach high school football. I did that for four years. Uh, I loved it, but unfortunately, football season and winemaking season are the same time of year, so time constraints were pretty rough, so, uh, 
I just focus on the winemaking because that actually pays the bills. Um, but still a huge fan of the game. Um, you know, follow it a lot. Big uh, Oakland slash soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders fan. Um, I always get asked, you know, are you, are you going to follow them when they go to Las Vegas? And I got so sick of that question uh, that I answered that last year by going to get the shield tattooed on me in Vegas. So, yeah, I'm going to be a fan. <laughs> uh, my other tattoo I have is the Jolly Roger pirate flag on my forearm. I'll probably go into what that symbol means to me at a, at a later date. But um, uh, let, I don't know about me. Let's, let's get to the writing. Um, so I, I want to focus more right now. I have, I have kind of two projects, one sci-fi, but the one that's much more developed is my fantasy setting, uh, to which I, I've had it in mind for years. I still haven't decided on the name of the world, you know, like, like Earth. I haven't, I haven't decided what name I want to call it yet, so I'm just going to refer to it as my setting. And I do call it a setting because... Um, it's not just one story I want to tell. It's it's a world. I, I you know consider myself I guess more of a world builder first and, and then a writer. Um, that that's just always been very interesting to me. I uh, you know I love history and and economics, politics, whatever. I I love. Uh, you know, Star Wars for that reason. It's not just one story. It's a living, breathing world. Um, and so I guess this is my galaxy far, far away, except it's, it's a fantasy setting and not sci-fi. Um, so, you know, to, to kind of kick it off, it's, it's a setting that I just sort of started forming in my head years ago, just, just because, just because it was fun. And, um, you, you know, what, what I liked was, so I wanted to keep some uh, familiarity, some of the more traditional, I guess, Tolkien ideas of, like, uh, you know, the alliance of man, dwarf, and elf, or, or high elf, I guess, you know, that, that traditional elf that lives a long time and thinks they're better than everybody, right? Uh, but I, I like twists on that. I like when something is a little different. And and so often we get, like, that trope. And familiarity can be a good thing. But, um, you know, you, why, why would anybody read something that is exactly the same as what Tolkien had? Tolkien probably did it better. So, um, uh, so I, I always was fantas- or, uh, fascinated with the idea of... Of, of little twists like that, um, you know, uh, I, it, I kind of formed the idea when, um, you know, like, what, why are elves always the good one, the cool one, you know, and, and one thing is, like, I guess if you live that long, as traditionally they live, like, a thousand years or whatever in, in a lot of fantasy settings, and, yeah, if you're around that long, you're just going to be experts compared to humans at a lot of things. Um, but the idea that they're just perfect is, is boring to me and, you know, cause no, nobody is perfect. And so, um, I like the idea of showing the, 
the underside of them the the you know what what else can be and so um to kind of give to kind of set the stage a little bit um I, I do, I, I, one, uh, one thing I take inspiration from, and I'm not going to be shy about where I get inspiration from, I don't, I don't think it's copying, it's just saying, hey, I, I really liked their idea and I'm borrowing a part of the idea. Um, Warhammer, uh, it's a tabletop fantasy setting if you don't know about it. Um, and one thing they did when they built their world is that... Um, it's, it's more or less Earth. If you look at a map of Earth and you look at a map of Warhammer's world, it's, it's Earth, but just a little different. Um, and it's, it's actually pretty cool. I, I like that. And um, Whenever I do release a map, uh, it, I, I, have, I have a map. It's really crappy. It's just done on, like, uh, you know basically MS Paint or whatever came with the computer um, and one day I'll actually get a good map but um, you know it's just a reference for me as I'm writing but if, uh, when I release that map it's it's even more different than Earth from Warhammer but just for the sake of being able to talk about it kind of somewhat imagine Earth um, and and I like the idea of you you know if you, if you were to overlay my map over Earth, where the you know the trope the existing trope the alliance of those three peoples is would be roughly where Europe is, um, and, and that's intentional. It's you know roughly the center of the map. It's where a lot of the events are going to take place and. Um, you know, that traditional European fantasy setting taking place in Europe makes it even more familiar. So, and, and that's all good, and, and, I, and I like that. That's what, that's what I was going for. But um, then if you go more to the east, way to the east, uh, the, to the eastern coast of this very large continent, um, and that would be roughly where, you know, China, Japan even down to India would be. Um, I have another just very large, sprawling area where of, of high population of elves. Uh, I, just, I just refer to them as the Eastern Elves. And uh, I'm, I'm taking a little while to explain the, the, this example here, but it is an example of really what I was going for. Um, and, and this is a, a, a very large area where elves, which are no, genetically no different than the, I'm not calling them high elves, but the quote-unquote high elves, just so you know what I mean. Um, but instead, they are plagued by massive overpopulation, poverty, oftentimes starvation, um, you know, very little to no government, and usually when there is government, it's, um, you know, a crime family or a warlord or something like that, and, um, you know, they do live a long time, just like, well, you know, if disease or, or murder doesn't kill them off or something, just like they're, uh, you know, more well-off, uh, uh, you know, other elves to, to the West, but... It's an example of just how that culture grew very different and um, 
how elves aren't perfect and can be just as bad, if not worse, than anybody else. So, um, and I, I like that. I like these little twists, and so I, it's going to be fun when I do go over there to more explore the darker side of elves. Not to be confused with dark elves, which is a thing that I will have, um, but I think mine are a little different than your, your typical elf, uh, or your typical dark elf. Uh, and anyway, so what I, that long explanation uh, is really just to show that, yeah, I want the familiarity, but I also want to a world with my own twists on things. And um, I really like to explore, uh, you know, for example, uh, uh, at one point there's a, there's an event called the Sundering. Uh, or it has several names, but basically it's, it's when uh, more or less Pangea of my world went and split pretty rapidly into a bunch of continents. And when that happened, people got divided and cultures grew differently, and I like to explore these different cultures. So um, where you'll have you know your traditional alliance and empires like, like in the quote-unquote Europe area, way out to the west where they are away from their former uh you know uh uh nationals they're they're you know you're gonna have humans dwarves and elves living in a much more free almost anarchic society where uh we'll explore the good and bad of that and um you know i i, I can't wait it's it's all it's always something that's very fascinating to me so um, where is it at right now? So, um, again, it's something that over years, several years, I've kind of just, it just kind of formed in my head. I didn't really have a goal for it, except it was just fun for me. And finally one day decided I'm just going to put this on paper. Um, so, um, the, the hardest part was like, you know, I, I had I had a very large idea of you know nations and races and uh, the map and where where all the people went and and then I had a long I had a timeline of events and certain characters and and um, you know much like Star Wars does or Lord of the Rings or anything like that and. You know, the question is, well, where do I start? Um, and so, to kind of explain that, I guess I gotta give a little bit of background on what goes on in in, in this world. So, um, I, I have a main villain, I guess. It won't be the villain of every story, but I guess the main evil, the the I guess kind of the devil. Of, of my world um, and, and this, is, this is the part I kind of want to get into she's gone through changes as, uh, as I've written and decided what I do and don't like uh, originally uh, I made the, the villain I, so to me the villain is the best part of any good story especially like a fantasy story um, you know the, uh, Batman is probably my favorite superhero 
but it's not really Batman that's my favorite. It's the fact that he has the best villains. I mean, he's just packed with, with cool villains like Joker, Penguin, Riddler, Mr. Freeze, Bane, all that. So uh, and I, I grew up on the, the animated series and loved all those villains. Um, so, you know, Darth Vader is... Who doesn't like Darth Vader, honestly? He's friggin' awesome. And so... To me, you got to have a great villain, a villain that people want to see um, to really have a standout story. Uh, so that's kind of where I started with the villain. Um, and originally, I was going to name him Lister, uh, L-I-S-T-O-R. Um, and where that came from is that was a name I just would use for like... Uh, if I was playing like an MMO or something like that, I think it, it originally started when I, when I, a long time ago, when I used to play Star Wars Galaxies. Um, and the game I was coming from was Diablo 2. And I was like so, trying to think of a name for my character. And, uh, you know, I didn't want to just make some dumb, like, name, you know, TR45 or whatever. You know, I wanted to have a name that seemed like a name of somebody in Star Wars, but, um, I couldn't think of something, and I wanted something, you know, I didn't want to just be, like, Diablo or Bale, but I, I was thinking of Diablo, because that's where I came from, and I was like, well, what if I kind of copy the name of somebody from, uh, from the game, but it's not super famous, so, uh, there's a character named Lister, who I, who I actually spelled wrong, it was E-R, but I went O-R, uh, that was an accident, but it's a character that, it's a guy that Bale sends at you, uh, when, before you fight him, you have to fight this guy, and I was like, cool, and it, that name just kind of stuck with me, and then I decided to name the main villain of my story, Lister. Uh, over time, started to not like that, um, and, uh, I found the name Mara, and also decided to switch, uh, from him to her, uh, Mara has several meanings in different languages, uh, all of which uh, are great for a villain. Uh, I don't want to get into what they are right now, but um, right now, yeah, the, or the origin that I've kind of settled on is, is this girl named Mara, who um, is just a human, but... Uh, through certain circumstances, ended up taking on the embodiment of evil. Do I want to get into that right now? I don't think I do. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later, because uh, I, I am going. I'm still deciding what uh, stories I'm going to release early on, and I, I don't know if that's going to ruin anything. But anyway, Mara, main villain. When you when you hear Mara for for like a a uh, common example in the, uh, that people can relate to. Just think like the devil, basically. Um, so Mara is is this big evil that they're going to that the you know is going to uh, be something that the world and mainly that that alliance is going to have to deal with several times throughout the entire timeline of of my world and. Um, after the first time, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of dividing the different ages. So after the first age or first attack from Mara, when they are able to defeat her, um, the way they end up doing it without getting too detailed, um, 
it's going to cause this thing called the sundering where uh, it'll split the world and um, and so as I described before and so basically I'm trying to figure out when do I want to start telling the story what's what's the best way to introduce readers to my world and, and grab them and make them want to read any other stories I put out um, and so I actually started so, so here's the thing I'm, I, I think like to me you got to dream big so uh, I would love it if everything came all my dreams came true basically like I would want to have what George Lucas had this this great setting that is told over many different uh, you know you know uh, uh, mediums which is you know books movies TV shows video games all that if 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 other you know, and what he had with the expanded universe, if other people ever one day want to tell their own story within my setting, that would be amazing. I, I that would be so cool. So that that's ultimately what I'd want. So I originally had wanted to tell this story um, that took place after, well after the Sundering and. Uh, kind of right when the second age the second the second coming of Mara happened um, and I, I got pretty far into that story um, and, and here's the thing I, I tend to be kind of maybe overly ambitious I, I tried writing a D&D campaign once and um, I think I overwhelmed my friends I've only I'm not very experienced with D&D I played it a handful of times and then my group who which was very inexperienced I decided I'd we all kind of wanted to try it and so I tried writing a campaign I thought it was a pretty cool story I still think so but it it had a lot going on and it uh, <laughs> I think it overwhelmed them and I just wasn't a very good DM because I didn't know what I was doing but uh, the point is I'm I can tend to be pretty ambitious and so that very first story um, that I got pretty far into was uh, it was telling two stories at once that kind of came together in the end um, and what I found as I went on is that one of the stories one of the sides of the story uh, really kind of wrote itself it was going great and I loved it um, and that's that's the that, uh, well, just to break it down. It follows a character named Dominic mostly, and that that story was awesome. I was loving it. I, I I felt as a writer that every time I got to his part of the story, it was just going very smoothly. And then I also followed another character named Ray's, and I liked I I I really liked the concept and the character himself. But I just was having a lot more trouble writing Ray's story, and before I knew it, I kind of had figured out like uh, this is this is just not working. I don't know if it's because it's, he's boring or, or or what it is, and I, um, I couldn't exactly figure it out. And that's when I started listening to KM Wyland or watching Hello Future Me, and um, they they were I can't recommend these these two enough uh, for anybody who has ever wanted to write, make, you know, be, be a writer themselves. Uh, just because they not only touch on 
ideas and concepts and, and things that are very important for each writer, but they're very good at articulating them uh, in ways that are very... Uh, they're just very thought-provoking. And so it got really has, you know, got, got my mind jogging. And, um, and I, I have kind of started exploring, like, maybe this isn't the best time or the best story to start with. Um, it's pretty ambitious, I guess, for my first one, writing kind of two stories at once that, that converge like that. Um, and, and, uh, you know, to get partway through and realize there were some things with, with disconnect that I figured, you know what, let me shelve this for a moment and come back to it, which was hard to do because I'd put a lot of work into it already. (laughs) But, um, then I started, you know, kind of exploring the other, some, you know, I, I had other events, other things I knew happened in my world that I just hadn't flushed out a whole story for. So I started looking at those, um, you know, there was one, uh, story that I got a little bit into, at least not like writing the actual story, but outlining it. And, um, it involves two bounty hunters because I like the idea of, of, you know, bounty hunters, not in the Star Wars sense, because it's obviously not a sci-fi setting, but what would like two bounty hunters in a fantasy setting look like, you know? Um, and, and I wanted it to be kind of more of like a, you know, something with a little more of an attitude, a little more, um, you know, not so much Tolkien as much as maybe like a Robert Rodriguez or that that might not be the best example, but something, you know, like that, something more, uh, not taking itself so seriously, you know, it's funny, but gritty, definitely more made for adults, but, um, yeah, that was, that was kind of the concept it went down. I do really want to write that book one day, but, um, as I got into it, I was like, you know, I don't, I, I think that this book actually could do well. Like, I think I think I had a pretty good story there, which is why I want to come back to it, and I'm very excited for it. But I don't know if it's what I want to be the first thing people read in that world because it's a little more self-contained, not as not as big, doesn't doesn't show very much of that world, and I, I feel like. You know, if you combine its attitude, its its general feel and vibe, along with uh, the fact that it's such a self-contained story and and isn't in itself going to explore much of the world, I think um, it, it's it's just not. It, it's going to be hard for me then to all of a sudden go back and put out my own or put out a much larger, grander. Uh, scheme of a scheme of all book, you know, which, which is what, um, the other one was going to be, it was going to deal with Mara and big wars where this, this bounty hunter book would have nothing to do with Mara. So, uh, maybe a second or third story that I would tell, but then I started going back like, well, then what, how should I start it off? Um, and so now I, I've actually decided I'm not going to start in the middle a la George Lucas. I'm not, I'm not starting with a new hope. I'm not even starting with Phantom Menace. I'm going to start with, you know, the formation of the Republic, basically. Something way back. So, uh, essentially, that's what I'm doing. It's, it's um, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of in the outline stages of it. 
Uh, I'm, it's progressing pretty quickly. Um, little little bit about the the book, just to put it in context out there. Um, you know the just just to make it relatable, the you know human empire, because because like I said, there's that alliance that's going to be the the very traditional three. Um, Back in the day, though, before it was an empire, it started as just a bunch of little tribes of, of humans that were uh, oftentimes just at war with each other and conquest and conflicting. And um, it's going to follow uh, the guy that ends up unifying them all, a guy named Crohan, who, um, you know, the, ultimately one of the big catalysts for unifying them is the first time Mara shows up and, and uh, her and her hordes of demons are just in a mad conquest to destroy humanity and eventually the dwarves and elves. So it's going to kind of tell the story of how did A, uh, you know, these humans come together and go from warring tribes to one empire and B, how did the alliance form? Um, and also more introduce Mara, my, my main villain. Um, so one thing I found is as I was telling my other story that I originally started with, it doesn't, you know, as, as I started writing in, I, I, I tend to kind of do, I have, I have an, you know, well, with that one, I started with like a rough outline and just started writing stream of consciousness. And uh, uh, as I went on, I realized, you know, Mara's not in this book that much. That, that was kind of my first red flag. Like, ooh, I'm, I'm not on the right track because I have this villain that needs to be in it. I'm really proud of this villain. I like, I like her a lot, but she's not really in it. So if, like, all of a sudden she shows up at the end for this big battle, who, who cares? Like, she hasn't even been shown off. So, um, and this is great because it's not telling multiple stories. It's just going to follow Crohan and his, his story of unifying, you know, humanity and ultimately the Alliance and, uh, what they, how, how do they deal with Mara? And, uh, yeah. So sorry if anybody is eventually going to read this book and spoilers, but uh, they figure it out, I guess, because that's what I said earlier. But uh, you know, ultimately, I I am much more happy with where this story's going so far. I'm early in it. Uh, I feel like I'm better prepared because uh, I realized I don't have all the answers, and um, you know. Hello Future Me and KM Wyland, they've been, uh, you know, their content has been great for giving me a lot to think about and digest and chew on and go, okay, okay, I, you know, should probably start with this and, um, you know, to, to throw a little more spotlight toward them, not, not that they need it, cause, you know, compared to me hello one listener or whatever uh but if you're listening yeah seriously km is great at a lot of concepts like theme she really nails theme she she stresses it more than anything but you know how do your characters and plot and hero and villain and whatever fit into all these parts and and uh she does she does a great job of really tying a lot of things together for you 
uh, as far as just like story structure, really, really like to me, I, I guess I'd call her like the fundamentalist for stories and it doesn't necessarily have to be like fantasy writing. She's just great at how does a story work and what's the best way to tell it, um, without being like overbearing on your story itself. And, uh, hello future me, just he, you know, definitely more focuses on sci-fi and, and fantasy settings and really hits, hits concepts very well. His, his, his formats, YouTube videos instead of a podcast. Um, but for example, what is a soft magic system versus a hard magic system? That was what got me into his videos at first. And, um, and then other things like, uh, uh, you know, talks about redemption arcs and how, and he'll, he'll analyze like, how did this story do it? And why did, what did they do really well? Um, if you're a fan of the, the, of Avatar, the last airbender, uh, he, so is he and talks about it a lot and as he should, cause it's a fantastic story. Um, and so, and you know, anyway, these, these things have, uh, really helped me and I highly recommend them to any other writers. So um, with that, I'm going to wrap it up with this intro here, uh, my, my this first episode and, uh, you know, uh, I really appreciate you listening. If, uh, you ever want to, if you're another writer or even a fan or have any questions or anything, you can email me at tr, the letters tr, the writer at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, I also have a, uh, Instagram, which is also TR the writer or, you know, at TR the writer. Um, I'd love to hear from you, whether you are another writer, I'd love to hear what you're doing, what, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of what, what, uh, are your struggles and, and triumphs of, of being a writer? Uh, if you're an, uh, just a fantasy reader, love to hear from you too. What, what are you into? What have you been reading lately? Um, and what, if anything, that I talked about so far excites you? Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to do this fairly regularly. It's kind of going to be a very free form. Uh, if I got 20, 30 minutes here, what, what I want to talk about, keep you updated on what I'm doing and, uh, kind of also talk about a concept I might be, a, have, you know, been mulling over lately or something like that. So anyway, uh, until then, thanks for listening.